Welcome to the Prepare Like a Pro podcast. Every week, I host live chats via our YouTube channel with leaders in the AFL and high-performance industries. Join me live every Sunday at 6pm where I debrief the recent chats and announce the upcoming guests. We drop an inspiring and educational episode every Monday. If you like the show, please follow us on your favourite podcast app. Today on the show, we have Belle Dawes. Belle is from Maruchador on the Sunshine Coast and is a Lions Academy product. She's a dynamic inside midfielder that finished second in the agility test at the National Combine, a first-round selection of the Brisbane Lions and number 15 overall in the 2019 draft. She's had a dream start to her career and her 2021 season was one to celebrate. Being a strong contributor to the 2021 AFLW Premiership, she was also nominated NAB AFLW Rising Star and a member of the 2021 AFLPA Under-22 squad. Let's get into today's episode. There we go. How you going, Belle? How you doing? What's up? Yeah, going well. Yourself? Pretty good. This is my first live, so how cool is that? Oh, welcome. Welcome aboard. Very cool. Yeah. You, awesome. uh, you've done well. That was, that was a seamless transition. I was waiting for it to pop. I was refreshing, so yeah, here I am. Uh, thank you for joining us, and uh, we've got some of your, your followers um, coming on right now. So as they do, um, we'll do, do, take us through a bit of an intro. At what age did you start playing footy? And then when did um, you rec- yeah. recognise you had a, a, a talent to, to take it to the AFL, uh, you know, the highest level? Um, yeah, so I started playing when I was nine in um, Victoria with the boys. And um, obviously, like, you know, you stop at 13 when you're a girl. And um, that's when we moved to Queensland with my family. And then, um, yeah, it wasn't until I was about, I think it was 13. I started playing with girls. And then the um, AFLW season one started. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is actually something I can do. Like, it's not just a dream, you know. It could actually be yeah. a reality. So, yeah, when I was turned 13 and that first season started, it was like, well, this, this is possible. But before that, it was like since I was, um, yeah, in uh, nine years old. Yeah, it was there. So, and who introduced you to footy? Was it, do you have siblings? Is it your parents, uh, mates? Who first yeah. introduced you to the game? Yeah, so I started, um, I played with my brother. I was always better than him, just keep that on the side. I, um, <laughs> I was nine, but yeah, yeah. All, all my friends, all my friends, like in Victoria, it's so obviously, you, you know, but um, it's very AFL. So at school, everyone plays footy. So I always played footy with the boys at lunch, played markers up, so I, just, I was just like, oh, let, like, let my brother signing up. I'll sign up with him, you know. And then, yeah, so from the family, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Older older brother or younger brother? Younger. But yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you showed him the ropes. Oh, I, showed him, I showed him up, honestly. That's what I did. But, yeah. <laughs> well played. And, yeah, take us through your progression. So you mentioned you stopped playing at 13. Did you start playing other sport, sports at that age? Um, yeah, so I played tennis until I was about 13 as well, which was good. I played that yep. for about three years, and I played basketball um, up till I, till I finished school, which was really good, like really loved basketball. And um, I feel like that's helped me so much with footy, like just game awareness, like zones, my footwork, like my vision. But, yeah, so I played those those two. But footy's always been the favourite. And mum's always said to me, you know, you're going to have to pick one day, you're going to have to pick between basketball or footy. And I'm like, I'm picking footy, you know, but rode out playing basketball for as long as I could. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. So you knew footy was always the one, and then you mentioned yep. earlier, as soon as the AFLW came to life um, at 13, is that when you like, all right, that's that's what I'm going for, that's what I'm going to work towards? Yeah, yep. 
Yeah, and it wasn't until like um, when, when I was in Queensland and I like went through the regionals and then through the academies, Queensland, I was like, oh, like it's so reachable, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah, but we basically get into the system and then got taken the whole way through, which is really cool. Like, even through the National Academy, NAB Combine, like, just went the whole way through and it was, it was really cool. But yeah. Fantastic. No, well done. And um, how have you found the transition from academy and regional level? Uh, obviously, that's playing at a high level to playing at the highest level at AFL. Um, I reckon game wise, there is no time. Like, even like just com- even from Quaffle academies, when you go to AFLW, there's just so much less time. Like, I'm just having all the time in the world, not all the time, but yeah, the jump to how fast it is really shocked me. And even yep. just the training load, obviously you train way more nights, um, but just the intensity, like shorter drills, like do drills for a short amount of time, you're doing really intense. So, yeah, the intensity lifted and um, just how fast the game was played was the biggest things that I noticed. So, yeah. Yeah, okay. So the speed of the game, how, how do you work on yeah. that for, for developing footballers that are, oh. um, are maybe at that age, 13, 14, 15? Um, what yeah. are some of the ways that you can work on your reactive ability and your quick feet and that sort of thing, Yeah, skills. I think, I think, like I said, like the intensity really lifted um, when I went to AFLW. So I think um, I've been doing a lot of coaching now and one thing I'm really trying to drive is the intensity. Like it doesn't matter what kind of drill it is, like put pressure on yourselves, like try to make each other better. I feel like that's something that can um, lift that I've only just start noticed through coaching and I, I do a training as well, like try to lift, like, lift the intensity of the drill. So if this is yep. a drill, how can we make it harder? How can we make it better? How, how can we get more out of it kind of thing? So, um, yeah. And what would so be some of the ways? Yeah, yeah, you got mates. I'm just looking at the comments. <laughs> comments. Yeah. You, can easily, uh, yeah. you can easily get distracted. Yeah. <laughs> You're doing well, though. You Thanks, everyone, tell. for shooting out. <laughs> <laughs> getting, pl- getting plenty of love, which is, which is always nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you mentioned that increasing intensity, which is a great point. And, yep. um, and and it's great that you're in the coaching um, world now because you, you've got that um, special ability of understanding what it's like being at a player um, at, from a player's point of view. So it must really help your coaching. So you mentioned intensity on that topic. Uh, what are some of your ways as as a coach that you, or even as an athlete, when you're trying to increase your intensity, what what are you focusing on when you're doing a drill and you want to lift it, or or when you're coaching, how do you yep. encourage the athletes to lift that intensity? What are you focusing yep. on? So even um, as a player, personally, um, when I'm training, I'm always trying to talk, like talking, um, building up the vibe. I feel like that's just the one thing, like anyone can do it. Everyone can do it. If you're not moving around in a drill, you can talk, you can chat, encourage. And I think um, like as a player, you can drive the drill. So you know how sometimes it it might fumble out and everyone kind of just waits for the coach to blow the whistle. It's like, no, get it back in, still in. So I think just keep going, like um, take a bit of leadership and just control the drill. Um, don't don't rely on the coaches like take that next step and as a coach I'm trying to explain that to um, players which is obviously like hard to teach which I've learned now but um yeah so I'll, I'll be for example this is how you can talk this is what you're going to be saying while you're standing in line like the drills what you make it so yeah that, that's yeah I love that little, so that right, yeah, I see it yeah um it's really focusing on the mindset and the 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 intent that the athletes yeah. are bringing to that drill and and like you said that's a great point don't rely on the coaches like you've got to drive yeah. it um yeah why is what for, for someone listening um that 
you know, it is a team sport. You need to be coachable. But why is it so important that athletes drive some of the culture and intensity in drills? Yeah, because I feel like a coach can say something and as a player can be like, oh, yeah, I'll do that. But if I look to my right or to my left and my player is doing something or they're like, come on, girls, like lifting, I'm like, yep, like that's my peer, you know. If she's doing that, I'm going to jump along with her, you know. I th- I feel like it's yep. a bit of a difference. Obviously, we listen to coaches, we listen to players, but it's a lot different when you see a player next to you doing something or trying to um, bring you along with them. It's like, of course, I'm going to go with you because I don't want to get left behind. And that's, yep. that's, yeah, the whole group will follow. So when, you, when you've got girls in the team doing stuff like that, everyone jumps on board with it. Like, I'll jump on board. I'm like, girls follow me or don't, you know. So that's kind of yeah, yeah, team yeah. sport. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah love that. that. That's great yeah. for uh, anyone listening, really. Um, yeah. Okay, and you mentioned the vibe. Um, what, are, what are some things that you do to, to increase if the mood's down, maybe coming off a loss? Um, where does that, where do you try and change that? Is it in the warm-up? Is it in the drills? How do you go about yeah. changing the vibe of, of training or even game day? Yeah, I think, um, well, for Lions, at Lions State our last year, um, we come off a win or we come off a loss, it's still the same. I think it's what are we focusing on next? And it's kind of like feel this, um, like, you know, kind of suss out the whole game like we lost. Um, how does this feel? This is what we did good. This is what we did bad all right, what do we got to do next week? Or we come off a win, how good does this feel? What, this is what we did good, this is what we can still improve, what do we got to do next week? So, um, yeah, I think, I think the vibe is always just like um, for games, you know, afterwards, what are we focusing on next? Like what can we do to get better? And if it's at training, it's bringing in the vibes down, let's get it up. That's the last we need to speak about it kind of, kind of thing. But, yeah, I feel like it doesn't matter if it's win-loss, it's what are we got to do next, how can we improve um, if it's training? Like, this is the vibe, let's lift it. You know, this isn't good enough. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's always yeah. always something you're focusing on that you can do better, but also recognising yeah. what you're doing well. Yeah. Um, that's a really good philosophy. And then that way you're not getting too carried away with yourself. Uh, with a win, yeah. you, you still focus yeah. on areas that you can do better. Yeah. Yeah, win or loss. Very good. There's always room to improve, obviously. But, yeah. Even approach. on a loss, there's things you did good. On a loss, there's still things you did good. So, yeah, I think it's just, t- like, Soak up the feeling and then let's get to work the next day. No, let's get to work with recovery, basically. (laughs) That's how, that's kind of how it goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're focusing on the prep, what's in front of you. And you mentioned you're into coaching. Um, That was actually how we organized the podcast through Enhanced Football. Enhanced Football, Um, yeah. So how did you come on with, with, uh, with coaching? How did the coaching hat come on? Yeah, so it was through the um, Enhanced Footy with Ben. He um, coached me. Um, last season, last pre-season, and um, really helped me um, with my skills and fitness. And um, then he's like, hey, I just came along to his camp, a few of his camps, really enjoyed it. And he's like, hey, like, do you want to start coaching? And I'm like, oh, yeah, we'll give it a go. And I'm like, really enjoyed it. So I did an assistant coach for him for the Lions Academy, the under-17s, and then I just um, help him um, and I do a few private lessons through his um, business. And I, I love it. it. It's really cool. I was really nervous at the start, and um, I'm just learning so much. And yeah, which is what we're talking about now is what I've really noticed is like the intensity and like, well, I can, can't wait to go back to training and show the coaches this. Like, it's, it's pretty cool. So yeah, it started yeah. with him at Enhanced Footy. Yeah, loving it. Just ha- I had a session tonight with a few girls, so it was awesome. But yeah. yeah and what does cool. it look like for those listening up north that are in Queensland? No doubt there's a few tuned in or, or some that are listening to the recording of this podcast. Uh, how do you get mm-hmm. in touch with you as a coach and, and how can you start working with you? Um, yep. So I'll... Obviously, through Enhanced, there's the link in that bio. 
But even if, like, I'm always on Instagram, not really. <laughs> but when I am, I'm checking my DMs. And, um, yeah, I like, I'll, I'll see it. I'll hit you up. But otherwise, through Enhance, hit the link. You know, let's have a, have a session if you like it. Great. If you don't, you'll take something away. Promise. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. So, Fantastic. Yeah. Cool. And we'll go, we'll go back to your journey. So take us through draft night. Um, you're at part of the Brisbane Academy. Uh, you're the first pick. Did you have a, a good hunch that you were going to Brisbane, and um, what what would have, what was the feeling like when you when you when you heard that you were? Yeah, so I went down to the draft with um, Lil Lil Poss, like she's my best best friend, which was good. Yeah. And um, we were sitting there, so I knew I knew I was getting getting picked up, which was exciting. I was so nervous because I couldn't tell anyone, so I was so excited. And um, yeah, I, I knew <laughs> I was going to Brisbane. I, I wanted to go to Brisbane. Um, yeah, I, I like obviously going through the Lions Academy. You know you. You see the Brisbane girls, you like Craig was my coach for Queensland. So, you know, like that's where my heart felt like that's where I need to go. Like this is home to me now, Queensland. So, um, yeah, wanted to go there, knew I was going there. When they called the name, it was like I knew I knew everything was there, but when they called my name, I was still like, oh, my goodness. What can I say to my, oh, my God. Like, like, yeah, like I said, I literally knew I was going to get drafted. I wanted to go there. But when yeah. they call your name out, it's a, it's a different feeling. So, yeah. Yeah, pretty, I bet. Pretty, pretty crazy. We'll be right back after this short break to explain our most popular coaching program. I want to introduce you to Prepare Like a Pro Individualized. You'll train like a true professional with an intelligently designed program. We ensure everything is covered to optimally prepare yourself for game day. This premium package is for those that want a personal coach in their corner. The individualization starts with an in-depth questionnaire to really understand your goals and where you need support. Your coach will then tailor your program to suit around your school, work and sporting schedule. We will derive a Get Better plan, the GBP, which will be a step-by-step -step progression to help you achieve your dreams of elite performance. The GPP program takes a holistic approach. We focus on individualized running and gym work to help make you the strongest and fastest version of you, as well as a comprehensive lifestyle coaching around nutrition, sleep, and stress management. We use objective measures such as GPS, your technique footage, and gym loads to provide you with progress reports. You'll be learning from our presentations, taking food diaries, tracking your sleep, and learning how to nail your recovery. Our multifaceted approach aims to build you into the best athlete you can be allowing you to change direction quicker, jump higher, run faster, and repeat high intensity efforts for longer. Overall, you become more focused on the field and resilient to injury. Ultimately, if you want to prepare like a pro, this is the package for you. Head to our Inquire Now page and we will contact you today. And to get to that point, to get drafted, um, you've mentioned some names already with Ben and Hans Footy and, and yep. Craig, but who, who are some yep. other people that have influenced your career? Yeah, obviously uh, my family. So, yeah, it's just my mum is really big inspiration and, yeah, I'm living with my brother and sister and, like, they just support me, you know what I mean? Like, mum's pretty, you know, like, fangirl, like, oh, you did great. I'm like, no, I didn't. I did this wrong. This She's like, no, I loved it. And, you know, my brother's always getting the, oh, your sister, your, oh, your bell's brother. Like, that's what he gets. And my little sisters just kind of tag along. But, yeah, yeah. They, they they always support me. And, like, you know, the whole, 
your parents drive you everywhere, well, they'd have to come along for the weekend, my brother and sister, you know. So, yeah, it is them. Like, we're not, we're not crazy. They're not crazy about footy, but they love me and they support me and, like, that's what's more inspiring than that, you know. Yeah. Yeah, then. fantastic. Shout out to your, to your family and your parents. Shout that's out to a, the fam, yeah. And to the fam. Better be watching this. <laughs> there you go. He's, he's, he's tuned yeah. in. And yeah. um, this, this last couple of seasons, how are you going um, with your footy? How's the body going now that you've you know, mm-hmm. been playing? And, and uh, yeah. yeah, take us through what you're currently focusing on with your, with your footy. Yep. So my first season, um, that was the other shock. It was training, was the conditioning. I struggled. I got through it, but I dreaded it every time. So that was a big um, thing I noticed with my body. I'm like, wow, I need to get a lot fitter. And um, that's obviously what um, enhanced football helped me with, Ben helped me with. And um, off-season, just worked really hard um, with my cardio. And then this season, I, had, I felt like I did like, better than my first one. Like, I felt a lot more confident. Um, I did better. I um, felt better. I felt fitter. Got to yep. conditioning, got to pre-season. And I was like, oh, I can get through it. Like, it's still hard, but I'm not Not dreading as much. <laughs> yeah. So take so us then, through, what, yeah. for those that are listening that, um, may have experienced that they, they stepped up their game they're playing at a high level and they're yeah. dreading the conditioning and they just didn't have a yeah. great time during pre-season and maybe that flowed on yeah. into their season yeah. how do you make the most in your off-season you mentioned you had you got a coach in Ben mm-hmm. um, what type yeah. of things were you doing to improve your fitness yeah well we were, we were doing um lots of hill sprints um lots of 2k um like 1k on resting like effort repeat um, like interval kind of running. Um, but I think just any advice is whoever, whether it's your coach or strength and conditioning, just message them like, this is what I'm struggling at. This is what I want to get better at. Because um, I know for me, like I'm really good at one effort and then repeating that effort is something I'm struggling with. Like still, I still want that to improve. So like I say to Ben or I say to my strength and conditioning coach, I'm like, hey, well, like, this is what I want to get better at. How can I get better at it? And they'll, they'll load you up with something. But otherwise, like, I mean, you could Google it, depending if you're at club. You say, how can I get better at this kind of running, long distance yeah. or short running? And then, um, yeah, see what happens with that. But I feel like it, it's whatever works better with you. Like, for me, it was getting smashed re- repeatedly, like doing hill sprints, hill sprints, uh, or just doing a real, like, every day I was just kind of doing something to destroy my body, <laughs> but then recovering yeah. it. So, yeah, like, it's, it's different for everyone, but I feel like I just did something every day that was going to be better, like make myself better at the end of the day. I was better than yesterday. And um, that really reflected. But um, like throughout my journey now, I need to get mm-hmm. stronger. So I got really fit and fast, but now I need to get heavier and bigger in the gym. So that's where now I'm like, it's my coach. I'm like, hey, like, what do I need to work on to get stronger? And he goes, this is what you're going to do now. And I'm like, cool, let's go. Yes, yeah, so it's, it's, so, it's, it's yeah. a constant journey, isn't it? Yeah, um, it is. It, it is. Yeah. Especially for, I mean, all positions are challenging and have their own demands mm-hmm. physically, but the inside midfield position that you play, it, it can take yeah. a few pre-seasons under your belt to, like you said, you've got to be fast. So those first few yeah. steps, but then you've got to repeat it over your four yeah. quarters. And then now the phase you're in now, you build that repeatability and, and you don't want to get bashed around all the time. There's big bodies <laughs> the game. So, yeah. um, so it, yeah. it can take some time. And uh, it, it, it's great yeah. to, to hear from someone like yourself that's going through it. So you did yeah. a lot of high-intensity repeat efforts, hard work in the off-season, mm-hmm. and you mentioned that that yeah. helped you in, in preparing for a good pre-season. Did you find your confidence grew within the group as well because you were able to do better yeah. in the pre-season? 
Yeah, and especially like like I said before, when your teammates do something, um, you follow them. Well, my teammates noticed that about me, which gave me yeah. a lot of confidence. Like they could see I worked hard and they, um, obviously they're all older, you know, like I'm still young. And, and I was like, well, I feel, that's nice that they noticed and they really like, um, I, I felt a lot of respect. Yeah, I felt respected from them and even the coaches knew like, they said it at the end of pre-season after we got through it all, you know, like we know she did really good or they'd shout out like, hey, PB on this 2K, like, you know, like, and it, it gives you that confidence, which, yeah, goes in, transitions into the footy. So, yeah, that's yeah, really cool. Yeah, I'm glad yeah, you mentioned that, rewarding. the team dynamics. Um, it's actually something that's not talked about a lot on this podcast, yeah. but it, it, it's very important um, you, how you fit in with your team and your respect and that yeah. trust you built with your team, both strategy mm-hmm. but also work rate. Um, so yep. you felt you felt a bit of a shift when you work your butt off in the off season, and and, and then throughout the preseason, you noticed a difference in yeah. the team dynamics with you and your and your place in the team. Yeah, hundred percent. Like I just just them recognizing that they, that I did that, and like um, at training, like they get around me for that. It was re- it was really awesome. And obviously, like this year, we had a really like our team, like our like sisterhood, which is what we call it. Oh, it was yeah. just so everyone kind of got around it, and then everyone wants to be better. Everyone's working hard. Everyone's encouraging each other. It's just a really good environment to train in. So, yeah, it just kind of – it was a really good – I'm going into the season now, obviously, because why not? But, um, yeah, it was a great season. And, yeah, the conditioning, like getting through it all with people, like, beside you, it was just, yeah, it was cool. I don't even know where I'm going with this. I'm just thinking about pre-season again and I'm just getting taken back. But, yeah, it was awesome. I'm actually really excited to do it all again. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then how did you, how did you guys – find your, your um your sisterhood um and that bond was that an intention how did you find it did that did that come about through structure or it sort of just come naturally um i feel like it came pretty pretty naturally obviously um it grew uh, like it was just constantly going up but yeah we, that, we sat down and you know like everyone went through their values what what are we um what yeah what do we value basically and, like, that's mm-hmm. what we brought together. And it's, like, actually, we're actually going to do this. Like, do we actually value this? If we don't, like, we may as well not put it up. And that was one of the biggest things. Like, like what falls under sisterhood trust? Like, we're a family, you know. Like, we're with each other more than some of our own families. So, yeah, like, that was a big thing. And we really, like, drove it and we really did it and felt it. And it was even awesome way to finish it off the season. And it was because, yeah. I reckon it was because of that. So, yeah. Yeah, amazing. And yeah. and what about now? What, what what's your focus with your training? You mentioned the weight side of things. What does that look like? Yeah, so we're obviously finishing our Caulfield season, Queensland. So we've got um Maruchador, we just won our um semi. So hopefully I've got two more weeks left of Quaffle. Um and yep. then a bit of a break, give the body a little break and then yeah, I'm following following what they give me because I have no idea about um gym or running stuff, but when they give it to me, I'm like, yep, cool, this is what we're doing. Yep, just follow what they give me, basically. Yep. And, okay, so, uh, yeah. so you, did you yeah. – so take us through that. How did the AFLW and the, and the Maruchidor Quaffle League, how did that work? Like, when did you start playing for Maruchidor? Was that directly after? Um, yeah, directly after. So I think I had, I had two weeks off. They, they said that different for all of us players. It's kind of depending on your age, injuries, um, what you wanted to do and um so it was more the younger ones got to play like play as many as you want play as many as you can if not have a chat to us it's it's all about you know how we're feeling like we know our bodies more and i was like yeah want to play as many games as i can and so i just had week i think i had one week off after the season maybe two 
And um, yeah, just got straight back into it. When I went to training a week after, and um, that because they, they were halfway through the season, and then yeah, started the second week, which was fun. So haven't haven't had a break yet, which is pretty cool. But I don't really yeah. want to. <laughs> yeah. No, you're playing finals, right? Why yeah. would you stop? Yeah, honestly, let's go for two. <laughs> yeah, two yeah. from two. What a year! Fantastic. Yeah. Okay, very good. And and where are you, are you playing inside mid with Maruchador as well? Yeah, mid just right like, Rotating forward, but I like the middle better. I get yep. to the border, I have a little break. I'm like, I'm ready to go back to the middle, send me back. <laughs> so, yeah, love the middle. And how did, always have. How have you found yeah. that, like, preparing for an AFLW season and then playing at a lower level? It, it, you know, what, what differences have you noticed? Like, you know, yep. you mentioned the speed and how much of it is an increase. Now that mm-hmm. you're coming down, at, a, at I imagine the game's not as fast. How yep. are you finding that transfer? Um, yeah, it's obviously... Obviously, it's going to be different, and it is different. But um, I feel like when myself and Shannon Campbell, I was playing with her at Marie Shaw, like we came back to training, and I think like we both we didn't even speak about it, but we both were like, "Well, this intensity needs to lift at training." And I felt like we brought that, and the girls, like I said, they just took it and like come along with us, which is really good. So um, I don't know how the training was before that, but I've had girls tell me like, "You got you really lifted it, like, and that's really good, like, awesome. us too." And that was really good. So. Um, that's kind of how I'm going. I'm just trying to bring girls along. I'm like, hey, like this is what we did in the midfield for Lions or let's try this. Um, and they've really like taken that on board. And um, I, don't, I feel like the game's changed a little bit since we've jumped back in the mix, which is pretty good. Um, just just mixed up the dynamic and um, just brought back some new ideas, which is good. But, yeah, I've just, I'm just trying to bring intensity and be like, hey, girls, this is how we do it. Lions. Like, let's try to lift it up here. Um, yep. Let's play like this. It doesn't matter about who gets the most disposals. Let's work together and try to get it out kind of thing. So, yeah, just bring back and a different ha- perspective and more energy. How did you and Shannon go about that when you when you both were aware that the intensity could, could improve? Did you go to the leadership group? Did you go to the coach? Like, Honestly, we just that? did it. We, did, we just did it. Like Shannon and I are both very, like, lead by example. Um, I'm a lot louder than Shannon, but, you know, I see Shannon doing stuff, I'm like, whoa, and then I lift and then she lifts me. And, um, yeah, you know, you even got a coach at the end of one of the drills saying, you know, um, Shannon Bell, the only one's still going, like, this is how we need to train girls, you know, and it's like, oh, they're like, oh, yeah, you know, and it kind of just points that out. You, so you got to see it. I think that's just – the difference is just in training, but the thing is, like, when, when they see it and when they're around it, they they grab onto it and come along with us, which is really good. So, yeah, it's been fun to bring that back and bring everyone along with me. So, yeah. Yeah, well done. And it's obviously working. You guys are so in, did you say semi final this week? Uh yeah, we just won our semi final, so one your semi final. Yeah, yep. So prelim this week. Yeah. Just cross training. Yeah. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> very very exciting. Yeah. Well, very good. Well we'll 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 start to wrap it up. We'll, we'll um, focus on this year. So you've got a couple more weeks, hopefully, of this season and win a grand yep. final. And then mm-hmm. uh, it'll be off-season time where you, where you mentioned you'll, you'll trust the process and, and you'll have a program from Ben and, and the strength and conditioning coaches at, at yep. the Lions. Um, what, what will, from a football point of view, what will be your focus for the pre-se- upcoming pre-season going into next year's AFLW? Yeah, I think um, because my cardio um, season was I mean yeah off season was so good last year keep that yep. lifted a little bit but I'm gonna yeah like I said focus on getting a bit stronger getting a bit more muscle on me because I'm pretty short I don't know how I look on the screen right now but yeah I'm pretty little human so I try to get some more size and just keep that cardio fitness up but yeah and 
then get ready to go and get it preseason. Where we, where, yeah. yeah, I just want to be. I just want to be ready. Just be ready for preseason. You know, not nothing too extreme. Just, just gonna yeah. Keep the load lifted, lifted a little bit with cardio, and just get stronger in the gym. So yeah. Yeah. That's that's yep. that's for me. But yeah. And how often will you train in the off season, like a week, including your football, your gym work? How, how many times do you do you train in the week? Um, so we've got about two gyms and about three to four running. But yep. yeah, okay. what with if you mix that in with training, it kind of it's kind of yeah. You got like a, you got a day off. You got a day yeah. off in there. <laughs> and you, yeah, you've got your coaching that you do as well. Are there other things yeah. that you do outside of footy? Yeah, so I work at, um, I like to skate, so I work at a little indoor skate park in Coolum, which is pretty yep. cool, and um, yeah. so I like doing that, but got to be careful with that, because obviously I don't want to get injured, yeah. so that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. and then I just, I just work, work in a bar, and yeah, the coaching's pretty cool, so I'm just floating around, and going to the beach, drinking coffee, yeah, nice. living, nice. the coast, living a pretty, pretty crazy life up in the sunny coast, yeah. Yeah, fun. very yeah. good. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for, for catching up with me, Belle, and um, awesome right. to hear the season you're having. Hopefully another grand final is, uh, is around the corner for you and uh, yeah. all the best with, with everything you're doing, coaching the, the, the developing footballers, lifting the standards with, with your teammates and, uh, yeah, all the best for the rest of your career. Legend. Legend. Thanks so much for having me. It was really awesome. I was, while I was uh, waiting, I was looking at your Instagram, look at, looking at everyone you've had, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I'm on here, you know, so that's cool. Thanks for, nice. thanks for hitting me up. No, likewise. Thanks for coming on and, and thanks for sharing all your stories and, and what's worked for you as well. Um, it's been thanks massive sure. valuable, yeah. not just for me, awesome. but I'm sure everyone that's tuned yeah. in. So thanks, yeah, hope, hope someone Hope someone took something from that. And if you didn't, it's all good. Thanks for listening. I'm sure they will. <laughs> yeah, sweet. Easy as. Have a good night. You too. Thanks, Belle. If you enjoyed this episode and want even more, our academy is for you. The Prepare Like a Pro Academy is a platform that hosts exclusive features and bonus content such as a Q&A segment aimed at getting to know the guests on a more personal level. Here's an example with Emily Meehan, head sports dietitian at the Collingwood Football Club. What are things that, that fire you up? Oh, this one is always, uh, I suppose it is, um, it'll be topical for most people, I think, but staying in your lane. And I yep. often find that with nutrition, everyone eats, so everyone has an opinion. And I think that's what really gets me fired up um, because so many people try and provide nutrition advice based on their end of one experience when they did intermittent fasting or keto or whatever it might be. And then game changes, sure yeah, game changes whatever that might be. And look, it probably keeps me in a job, but that it does drive me insane because yeah. sometimes the information can be so detrimental um, and opposite to what I've been working with my athlete or athletes and, you know, and because they hear it on someone's socials or through a documentary, it unravels everything that I've been working with an athlete for. Yeah, yeah. Another feature of our academy is the opportunity each week to join myself as co-host on the Prepare Like a Pro live chat show. Here's an example with Academy member Rama Davies, the strength conditioning coach at the Box Hill Hawks. Welcome, Rama, to the chat. Uh, Rama has also worked at, at Box Hill, or currently he's working at Box Hill Hawks with us, awesome. so he's another Box Hill man uh, in the strength and conditioning department. So I'll hand it over to you, Rama, to, to ask you a question, mate. Thanks for joining us. Excellent.
Thanks, Jack. And yeah, thanks, um, thanks, Sam, for the chat. It was, uh, I found it to be really insightful, plenty of gems in there, um, and I enjoyed it a lot. Um, mate, my, my question to you was, you spoke a, a, quite a bit about um, perspective during that chat, um, and I was wondering what are some of the things that you either know or um, do physically that um, you wish you either knew or did um, back at the beginning of your career? Uh, what are some of those things? Mm, yeah, good question. Um, yeah, so I suppose with perspective on life, um, that sort of point, um, it, yeah, certainly, yeah, has been massive for me now and, and didn't probably have that as much um, when I was younger. Um, I suppose one thing I might mention is is gratitude. I spend a lot of my mm. time um, doing a lot of gratitude exercises, listening to podcasts, doing a, a journal every day just a bit to say what I'm grateful for, sort of three things. And um, that's a fantastic way that I've been able to, yeah, like reset and, and just kind of gain that gratitude and perspective about, you know, that there is more to life than football or, you know, might be whatever as an SNC coach, you know, if something's if having a hard time, um, it can be massive with just, yeah, opening your eyes a little bit and losing that sort of tunnel vision or being stuck in that in that work bubble. Um, yeah. So that's that's been huge. Um, I think I wish back then when I was younger, I asked more questions and was a bit more open to different things. Mm. I think I was a bit single-minded back then and, um, you know, I thought there was one way of doing things and um, if I kind of didn't have that fear, fear of, you know, asking a silly question or fear of judgment, it would have got me a lot further and I probably would have learned a lot quicker. Um, and, yeah. and yeah, like just, yeah, being open to sort of different things because um, you never know what you might find. It's just, yeah, there's so many people, like great people out there, knowledgeable people to learn off. And there's plenty more where that came from. If you would like to learn more, then enter patreon.com forward slash prepare like a pro or head to the link in our show notes. Thank you for listening to the Prepare Like a Pro podcast. If you like this episode, it'd be a massive help if you could like, follow, rate, give a review, or even share with your mates. The show is recorded in Melbourne, Australia. Be sure to follow our Instagram page for all updates on our latest and greatest. If you would like to get in touch to suggest a guest or advertise with the Prepare Like a Pro podcast, please email me at jack at preparelikeapro.com. Thanks so much for tuning in.